0: I'm Kate Northrup.
1: And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business.
0: Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self actualization, and making a life not just a living.
1: Welcome back to the Kate and Mike show. This is Mike.
0: And this is Kate. And we are here to talk about life, love, and business like we do every week. So, honey, um, happy to be back on the show with you. Last episode was with your parents, and it was amazing. We all cried. So if you haven't listened to the episode about raising Mike Watts with Bill and Michelle, you know, just grab that one off of iTunes. It's really different.
1: Or Stitcher or whatever or platform wherever you, you listen. listen.
0: Yeah, it's really different. So, listen to that one if you haven't. And Bill and Michelle are such blessings in our life. They are incredible grandparents and they take incredible care of P and she loves her Mimi and Papa. And so do we. So, thank you again, Bill and Michelle. So, today we are recording this at the very end of March and we thought that it's
1: 29th to be exact
0: March 29th uh but it's coming out next week and we thought it would be great to do a quarter review because one of the this things- is
1: part two remember like two episodes ago two weeks ago we started part one
0: well we called it which that. i ended up calling it right. How to parent a toddler in no, the, i know but we chaos of running a business
1: right but we started doing that but it was, and was then supposed it to be up.
0: this but it was a nighttime yeah. episode and i got sleepy so i kind of couldn't finish it. Plus, we'd already been talking for an hour, and we had just felt like it was no.
1: Really it way. was thirty minutes. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. So that was a shorter matter. episode. Anywho, so it's the end of the first quarter. So often, as entrepreneurs, as people, we go through life and we don't pause to take stock of all that we've created of all that we're doing. And even just sitting here before the episode, before recording, writing out our quarterly review of what we're going to share with you, it's really amazing to look at this and be like, wow, we created a lot of things and we learned a lot of things and we've been busy, but we've also been productive, right? Because busyness does not mean productivity. And we've been creating beautiful things. And I don't feel like it's been a crazy quarter, even though when I look at the list, I'm like, We did a lot of things, but what's been so great is our team has been really gelling and coming together. So we wanted to share with you some of the projects that we created in the first quarter and also lessons that we learned, and then what's coming up, what's looking ahead. And A, it might be interesting for you to just know what we're doing, but B, this is more of a model that I really recommend to take a pause when appropriate for you and your business. So it could be every quarter for us, we really think quarterly. So that really works for us. It's also, it matches right up with the season. So we're changing from winter to spring. So it feels like a good time to take a pause and take stock. It's also was my birthday last week. So my birthday always falls right around the, you know, it's March 21st. So it is at the end of spring and no, the beginning of spring. Wow. I really lost my thought on that one. Anywho. So it always feels like a new year for me. So from a business perspective, what I worked on in the first quarter was we launched the do less experiment in early january i think we had like six thousand people do it with us or something yeah it was about i honestly can't remember over but it 6, was 000. awesome we got the feedback that it was life-changing for people and i also heard some really funny feedback apparently some people in a facebook group were talking about the do less experiment and like i'm not part of this group and i don't know these people but one of my girlfriends told me they were like They were like, who is this Kate Northrup? And what does she think? Why is she talking about doing less? Because in the entrepreneurial space, there's so much about like, do more, do more, push harder, massive action. And they were just like, I don't get it. Like, what's, who does she think she is? And my friend Carrie, God lover, like came to my defense and was explaining that the point of the do less movement is not to achieve less. It's to achieve more through doing less and I understand that that's a huge mindset shift but you can go back and listen to those episodes to learn more about how to do that and I'm sure I don't know for sure but I would imagine we'll do the do less experiment again because it was awesome and I personally have had what am I talking too much
1: no it's good
0: i just thought it was really funny to hear that like people in some business facebook group no it's were, funny we're like who's this kate Northrop, and what's this do less and that's
1: kate you know. is drinking her bulletproof coffee right now and in the morning when she gets her bulletproof coffee she i don't want to sound like i don't want to be in you know mean about the whole thing but and i don't mean to come off mean But yeah, she just starts talking and it'll go so fast and it's so rapid. So you might know an increase in Kate's speech right now and she could talk this whole entire podcast and this could be the only time I... It's amazing. She's drinking her Bulletproof coffee out of her Do Less mug. Which Which are
0: available at katenorthrop.com forward slash shop. If you would like your own Do Less mug, they are made in America and they are awesome. I drink my warm beverages out of my Do Less mug every morning. You're right. I am talking really fast.
1: It's okay though. It's really fun.
0: So... One of my big lessons, I'll get back to my list, but one of my big lessons for the first quarter was through leading the two-week do-less experiment with these bite-sized ways to do less every day in order to have more of what we want in our life, I have this new filter. And every time I am like, okay, we should do this, we should do this, we should do this, I have this new filter and I ask myself... What would be a way to do less here? Like, how could I get the same results or even better results by doing less? It's become a guiding force because my knee-jerk reaction is always to do more. I always think I should be doing more, and so I'm just doing this to heal myself. And you know, hope you join me. So, (laughs) ask yourself today: What would this look like if I did less? How could I get the same results or even better results through doing less? And in our B-school episode, I shared some examples of that so we did the do last experiment, huge success. I loved it. So fun. Next was the create space guide where I asked 30 entrepreneurial moms who I know how they create space for what matters most in their lives. So women who are change makers, who are entrepreneurs out there doing big things and also mothering. And I wanted to know how do you create space for what matters most? And so we created a beautiful guide. That's a narrative. It's about, I don't know. It's a 30 pages or something quick read and you can get it at katenorthup.com forward slash space and I found it really nourishing to read. So We've got Danielle Laporte in there, Dr. Shafali, Carrie Ann Moss, a bunch of incredible women who you'll love, Dr. Deborah Kern and then after the Create Space Guide and the Do Less Experiment, I hosted a one-night event called the Myth of Balance where I interviewed Danielle Laporte, Dr. Shafali. And Sarah Jenks, Megan Watterson, and Liz Long about the myth of balance as an entrepreneurial mom and how to thrive as an entrepreneurial mom being pulled in the directions of your business and your babies and your partner as well and your family. And it was a really awesome conversation, especially what Dr. Shafali shared about mom guilt. Like, whoa, totally blew my mind. You can get that over at katenorthup.com forward slash myth. And that was cool. That was a suggestion we got from Stu McLaren, who we worked with back in December. We were talking about list builders. And he was like, you could do a summit. And I was like, I'm not doing a summit. No offense to anybody who does summits, but like the idea of having, you know, two weeks where I've got a million interviews and I'm sending any, I just was like, I'm not doing it. And he was like, no, 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 no. you could do a one day summit event. And I was like, okay, that's genius. I love how contained it is and simple. And it was a conversation, you know, more and more, and you can think about this for your business, more and more, I am finding that if I just do the things that I would want to do anyway to help myself, (laughs) it turns out other people find them helpful too, and I can make a business out of it. So, you know, it's like, I want to hear how these high performing entrepreneurial moms do it. And so I just decided to record it and charge for it. It It's 25 bucks. It was really awesome. And it includes a resource guide. Then we did some affiliate promotions. We promoted Terry, our friend Terry Cole's Real Love Revolution. We promoted my mom's new course, The Fabulous Female Body. I had so much fun writing the copy for that. I promoted my friend Barbara Stanny's course, One Year to Wealth. About It's a one-year investing course that she does once a year. And then we did B-School. And we promoted that and had a really great launch. And we had a whole separate episode about that. So those were, that's what I was working on. And then I was putting some pieces in place for our next big launch, which is happening in May because we were in phase one of that launch, which was really sort of changing directions and letting our audience know, hey, I'm going to be moving in a new direction now. And that was phase one of that. And phase two begins April 3rd. So you'll be seeing what we're doing in phase two very shortly. Mike, do you want to share some of the things now?
1: Okay. Okay. That was great.
0: This is very different than an evening episode with me.
1: <laughs> so, well, are we just talking business right
0: now? I was going to do business, yeah. Because okay. we have different categories.
1: We put different. Guys. Of course, we organize it into categories, and then it's all streamlined for you guys. So we do business, and then we're doing Mike personal and Kate personal, and then the family. Those are the categories that we've organized the first quarter into. Okay, so I'm going to just speed up like Kate does doing. So right now, Michael launched a podcast called Project Life with Michael... No, just kidding.
0: I don't talk like that.
1: I know. So Michael launched a... I should say... (laughs) Are you going
0: to be referring to yourself in the third person Mm -hmm. from here on out? That's how it's
1: going to happen. So I launched the podcast Project Life with Mike Watts, and as of today... I will tell you here in a second, which is a daily podcast that I started putting out.
0: Bite-sized.
1: Bite-sized. That's about five to ten minutes long. They're a little bit longer because I realized my outro was two minutes and two and a half minutes long. So I'm re-recording the outro today. So it shortens it up. But today launched number 27, the 27th episode. And I'm getting about 100... Downloads around a little bit less, like seventy to ninety to a hundred downloads per episode. So I think we've just eclipsed right around. We're about to hit three thousand total downloads in twenty-seven days. Pretty cool. That's pretty. I'm pretty happy about that. That's, That's pretty awesome. cool. Pretty excited about it. So, what have I been doing to get that out into the world? Somebody might ask. I've just been recording them, and I have a app. on or i bought a sure microphone it's s-h-u-r-e plugs directly into your iphone and then i just literally record and then they have an app that you download to go with it and i just hit record i made sure the settings are good so i sent it over to our podcast guy i said how does this sound he's like great and that's it like it's super simple and then i just upload it and then my assistant takes care of the rest of it so
0: shout out to haley yeah
1: haley haley from vancouver and salt that's house media salt house media yes but she's not taking any more clients at the moment sorry guys sorry guys yep Yep. She told me yesterday. So for Kate's birthday, we were in Vancouver, Canada at Danielle Laporte's house, and Haley came over, and it's the first time we met her, and it was the first time we met Bonnie. Our project,
0: uh, our project manager,
1: manager. And then in just person. Just and shout
0: out to my friend Liz from high school. And
1: Liz Rich. And Haley and her boyfriend were dean. came over, Dean. So we just had I had one of Danielle's friends make us some food and we just kinda chilled and hung around the house. And Haley was telling us that in five months she decided to start doing like VA work. And helping people grow their pinterest account and she is overbooked she told me yesterday that she's actually going to let a couple of clients go because her current clients are really like can you take on more time and she spread herself too thin or too wide with and it's a really good lesson in business because if you're taking clients or working with clients her situation is that she has like i don't know the exact number and i don't know the hours but let's just say she's working with seven clients right and she can actually get more value and provide more value and increase our income most likely by working with four clients and working more hours with them. So like if she's going to work more hours with us like that's more value for her and it's more value for us so it's super helpful on that end. So come April she's redoing her business model a little bit. But yeah, it was pretty impressive. She was talking about how she got started all this stuff and Danielle Laporte looks at her and like, "How long have you been doing this?" She's like, "5 months." She's like, "What?" And yeah, it was pretty impressive after 5 months. So it was pretty cool. Wait a minute. It go, was H- really Haley. cool
0: our my birthday party sort of was like this group business mastermind cuz Danielle can't help herself and loves to just like get in there and ask people the tough questions about their businesses and help them dream bigger. You know, we're going to get Liz's t-shirts in Nordstrom and check out my friend Liz Rich's product line, com. It's empowering t-shirts for kids like Fierce Like Frida and Honest Like Abe.
1: Yeah, they're genius. It's actually really, really smart. So
0: that's what I launched that. That's
1: been, I was pretty excited about that. And I launched with 12 episodes that were pre-recorded. And then I've just been... Like yesterday, I did a four-part series on the network marketing industry. So that gave me four you know i've been batching them and Haley was like i need you to start working harder (laughs) basically she's like the last minute stuff isn't gonna work like we need to really plan this out because it's the turnaround time we need to and i was like okay so i'll i just have to record more and i've been doing like two or three a day but then i'll take two or three days off so if i can do two or three per day that will just really give us a lot more of leeway for the window so that's inspiring i'm really enjoying that and it's fun and i don't know where it's gonna go but i just decided see a lot of times we hear with people that we're working with it's like well i have to have this end result plan figured out and how and i don't know where this is gonna go and i have no idea i'm just doing it you know and that's one of the biggest things is just to do it and i was called to do it so i started doing it that was project life with mike watts that's with the m and then also what else did we do here that was family. Family investing in our business. So one of the biggest things that we have done this first quarter, I'm really curious to see once the accounting numbers are back for March to do a first quarter review up to this year, comparable to the last two years. I'm gonna, this is gonna be really interesting because we have invested pretty heavily in our business this first quarter regarding personnel. We've brought some more people on as well as you know for the launch come May and then even video guy we found a great video guy in Maine so it's been a lot of upfront costs for a project that's launching so i like to compare it think of the investment that apple makes to produce the next iphone that comes out right so they might not sell it or even tesla when tesla 3 came out they did 10 billion dollars basically in one day before their cars were even ready to be sold so they're investing into there but for us we're not taking money on we're not having people prepay for anything you know so we're basically you know funding this ourselves through these projects to be able to invest back into our business and yeah. i remember my mentor business mentor jonathan bud he was asked a question when i was working with him a long time ago he's like what's the one lesson that you would redo again in your first 5 years in business or something And he said, I would continually reinvest back into my business. I feel like I got off track a little bit there for a couple of years. And he's like, I would invest everything back into my business in those first five years because in the the end result will pay off greater instead of buying like a new car or new pair of shoes or a fancy watch or whatever that would be like is just keep investing back into your business. And it sounds a little weird, but for the most part, that's exactly I would say what we've been doing. So far this definitely this year. Definitely and of course this year. like
0: I mean we had our wedding, we paid yeah. off your student loans, we They're, went on a exactly. really pretty epic honeymoon, so we've invested in a lot of other things. But we this have. year it's been yes. primarily business.
1: Right. Yeah. And yeah. I would say right. we've done a lot of other things as well because it's like I'm not our lifestyle does not say all we're gonna do is work for five years straight. You know, that's just not the way that we live our life. We like to enjoy it as we go along. And, but this first quarter has been, yeah, it's been pretty, it's, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And I want to say for those listening, like literally we are sending, we are investing money in the amount we have never invested before, like adding zeros, you know, to the end that we've just never done. And it it definitely feels scary, but it also feels right. So I would say collectively in the last three months, I've had three specific instances where I've just gotten really anxious about it and had that like butterfly feeling in my stomach and let my mind spin out about like, oh my God, what if this thing we launch in May is a total, like doesn't work and da, da, da. So I just, for those listening, for you listening, I just want you to know, no matter where you are in your business, you're going to have doubt. And that's part of the process. And I wrote a post about this a couple of weeks ago. Like doubt and fear are part of the creative process. And so, you know, if you're listening to what Mike and I are doing and thinking, oh, well, it's easy for them to just, you know, up level and invest. It's just natural. It's not like it feels really scary. And I know that it's the right thing. And it also feels really scary. And I'm also preparing myself for I want the launch in May to be huge. And I'm also like I also have a plan B in my head of like, okay, what if it's not? That's the other thing. You do? I yeah, I oh, like to plan for the worst case scenario in my head so that I'm just like, Okay, that could happen and we'll be fine. Right too. And so that yeah. also feels really good. It's not that I'm focusing on that, but in those moments of anxiety, rather than spinning out into like, Oh my god, what's gonna happen? And what if nobody, you know, signs up and blah, 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 I'm like, wait, what's the worst case scenario? Okay, the worst case scenario is no one signs up. Oh, okay, we'll be fine. So I find that really right.
1: helpful. I think about that a lot. You know, that's actually the way my brain works is like, okay, what's our results that we want? Yeah. You know, what do we desire? And then what is the worst case scenario to really put that in perspective? Because especially with our like a great example is like with our network marketing company business, our business. Yeah, we don't have a network marketing company. We have a network marketing business, but it's like a lot of folks that are new. You know, it's like let's start looking at getting some customers Let's be inviting to an event that you might put on or something. And it's like, What is the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is you ask 10 people and they'll say no, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, and so it's like to really look at give it some perspective.
0: Yeah, because we can really fear can balloon so fast to the point where in your body, it feels like I'm going to die. And that's not good for your adrenals. It's not good for your central nervous system. It's just not helpful. So anyway, I just wanted to say that about investing.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really smart idea to talk about. Thank you for sharing. You talked about the live promo for the Money Love Course?
0: I didn't. No, we also did a live promotion of the Money Love Course. The Money Love Course is a course that I created that's a deeper dive into the material in my book and a different format. And we did a live promotion for it with a webinar and a whole new follow-up sequence. And that was really fun and a super great learning experience. You can learn more about the Money Love Course over at katenorthup.com forward slash shop if you're interested.
1: Yeah, or the com
0: Or the com. I really learned, Bradley, this guy that we've been working with a little bit on the Money Love Course automated webinar system and the live webinar system, my biggest takeaway that you can apply to your business is... Every meeting we've had with him, he constantly brings it back to, okay, what's your customer thinking right now? What's your customer's experience right now? Because as entrepreneurs, we can really get lost in our own needs and our own thinking about what needs to happen. But he's like, okay. And he actually said to me, well, what's the number one reason that people don't buy this course? And I was like, I have no idea. How would I find out? And we were just like, well, obviously, we'll just ask them. So (laughs) we created a whole sequence about finding out, you know, after the whole promotion, what was the number one reason that you didn't buy? And so we're gathering data on that. So I've been just really having fun getting to know our customers in a deeper way. And I've never done this level of depth with that. And it's really great.
1: Yeah, it's been cool. And then build off the live promo. We have actually been running a automated webinar sequence. It's also called evergreen is another thing in the internet marketing space of what they call it or the marketing space
0: like an evergreen tree as opposed to a deciduous one that loses its leaves it means it's always available oh really like a pine tree or a spruce is an evergreen versus a deciduous like an oak or a maple
1: i just learned something that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing kate No problem. fun fact fun fact today so that's been cool we've been running some facebook ads to an automated webinar that has been going well and it's definitely room for we have some room for improvement but we're definitely not in the negative so that's pretty good and yeah it's been great from that sequence We has been
0: funding all of our investing it has been i mean a lot of it yeah
1: and so that's been we've been using that income coming from there and then reinvesting into these other areas of that's allowed us to kind of prepare for this launch in may so it's pretty cool We also did some USANA stuff. We rebranded the local USANA events, which I think is really a great name. You want to talk about that?
0: Yeah. So our local USANA events, we do a local event once a month. As a presentation and also a training for our team. So presentation for guests who are considering joining the Freedom Family, which is our team with our product partner, USANA. And we were calling them a health and freedom presentation, which is what USANA calls them. And then these amazing women in Toronto, led by Leanne Greychuck and some other beautiful ladies up there, or sorry, Leanne Jacobs, she changed her name and we had her on the podcast to talking about her book, Beautiful Money. They call their events the Lifestyle Masterclass. And I was like, ooh, that's so sexy. I love that name. It just makes it feel like I want to go to that. What is that? And so I asked them if we could also use that name, and they were really generous to say yes. And so I have to give a shout out to the Toronto USANA ladies. And it's been great. So we are having last month Lisa Fraley, who is a legal coach and an amazing woman. We work with her a lot for our different legal stuff, did a whole training on, you know, kind of like covering your butt from a legal perspective when you're building a network marketing business and then this coming next one we have a vision board workshop so we're doing all kinds of fun stuff and you can check out more and learn more at thefreedomfamily.net
1: Yes and then with that we had two USANA events that was attended Kate attended a event called sweet retreat which is for all the ladies that are part of usana they have an all women's event that takes place once so
0: deeply nourishing and amazing
1: once a year that rave reviews all the way around great community that's down there and then we just got back from the chicago national It was called a u.s national event so they had about six or seven maybe five or six of them across the country this year and we just came back from that one which is pretty cool and we were awarded the we have earned one million dollars in commissions from Usana in our Usana business, so we are part of now the million dollar club, which is a pretty cool honor. That's pretty excited about.
0: It's really cool. you
1: know I, there was. I know you don't listen to Project Life with Mike Watts, but I recorded a podcast about a week ago. I have
0: listened to a few of them.
1: I know, but daily is a lot for you <laughs> to make that commitment. I understand, but and I don't not, actually. I'm
0: actually not a daily girl. I'll just, I know. I don't, I don't expect you to listen anything to that daily
1: anyway. I did a podcast a week ago that talked about how I had this dream of having a million dollars in the bank by the time I was thirty. And it was this goal that I set out to be able to do and all this stuff. And right, and we've talked about this before, but I did this podcast because Gary V did this on his Ask Gary Vee show. He was interviewing this or this girl called in Taylor about this dream and she was twenty two, twenty three years old. And I reshared this in our Team Northrop group in our Facebook group and he basically said like she was like okay so i'll be a millionaire by the time i'm 30 and that's great i'll get my business going he's like for what like what's the point of that and he's like i know you won't based off you saying that because of the way she ended up saying it all the stuff and it's not going to happen because it was such a generic way to think like it's the thing is we're going to have a million dollars in the bank by the time we're 30 and i thought about that and i did this a week ago about talking about why does that even matter you know like what's the purpose of that that's a figure it's a goal that was made up and then it was cool, like a week later, we were honored on stage about generating over a million dollars in our USANA business. That's cool. It is cool. And it's, fun, it's cool to look at the numbers because I actually think, because I ended up being coming partner. I've actually had three USANA distributor ships. I haven't realized that. I realized that when we were at on stage because you were talking about it was unconventional way and all this stuff. I love the fact that Lori posted all the pictures of the USANA event and she left out the pictures of me and you being on stage together and just posted you. It's pretty funny for the USANA million dollar club. Cause I walked in cause I was getting Kate T and we didn't know this was coming. And then they Kate, I was out getting Kate T and then I walked in and she was on stage with her big bouquet of flowers. And I ran up there and you know, we stood up there and took pictures together, but they didn't post those. So it was interesting What was I talking about? No, I forgot what I was talking about. Your
0: different USANA distributorship. Oh, yeah,
1: the different USANA distributors, how it's an unconventional way to get there. But even when I looked at our figures, I remember when we first started traveling together, I pulled up the numbers, and I think you were like $550,000 in your total USANA business when you and I started working together, which you had for 12 years or something at that time. And now it's been four years later, five years later, since we've started working together, four or five years. And we basically doubled the amount of commissions in a very short period of, period of time. Yeah, much shorter period of time. So that's pretty cool to like, when we look back and think about that. So yeah, yeah, that is USANA. And I think that kind of takes care of
0: the business stuff. I've also been putting out these short videos oh, yes. yep. about one of them is why your kids shouldn't be your number one priority. Another one was about intuition and how to use it to increase your productivity and creativity in your business. Another one is how to build your business to support your family. And then the one that came out today is about why working as though you have a body is going to lead to peak productivity. So these videos were to share a philosophy, a set of values, an idea, that I knew would resonate with our audience. So they're inspirational. They are kind of staking a claim to say, this is what I believe. And then the people who also believe that naturally also resonate. And what's been cool to watch is the videos don't have a particular call to action. They just have my website at the end of them. And what's powerful about that from a social media perspective is that because they're not selling anything, they are much more shareable. So as far as we've been, you know, we've been in like a six month launch Lead up to or a five month lead up to the launch that we're doing in May. And when you think about that, something to think about for your own business what can you share leading up to a launch, like maybe upstream of it, that is very shareable, that's not selling anything? That will help to spread the word about you and your brand and what you stand for and those videos were really fun to make the scripts were really fun to write and it was just a new way of sharing content that's been really cool one of them the why your Kids shouldn't be your number one priority has like forty thousand views or something and that's been awesome
1: yeah it's going crazy mm-hmm. it's been really good and it's been a good way to just because we've also been able to get it's just it's branding type of mm-hmm. content so and it's very valuable Again,
0: that was part of our phase one, alerting our audience that we're changing directions a little bit.
1: Which we'll talk about later after the results come in from after we launch the next thing. Oh,
0: yeah, we'll definitely. We can talk
1: about our marketing plan for that so people can follow along. And then, last thing I have in here from business is Licia and Bradley. And we talked about Bradley. We talked about that. And then Licia
0: is an amazing collaborator on content for this new launch that we're doing.
1: Yeah cool let's talk about the family stuff so let's get into that the first thing i have here would be two international weddings solo so what we have decided to do is when we decide to take trips by ourselves we only go international we went to mexico in january without penelope we went to canada twice whistler without and toronto and toronto without penelope we're going to london in june without penelope so let's just talk about traveling without penelope i guess for a little bit
0: I always used to think traveling was stressful until I like by myself until I flew with a toddler and then I realized flying by myself or riding a rental car bus by myself or really anything by myself is actually incredibly relaxing and luxurious. Yeah,
1: I've never thought traveling was stressful by myself or even with you when you and I would go. Yeah. I always thought it was fun, but it, like it really takes a toll on me when I would travel with Penelope. It's a lot. Like it's it really wears me out and I don't know it's it beats me up like, i know I'm not you mike lie. we
0: got home this past sunday from this trip and mike was like i'm gonna go grocery shopping i'm gonna do this i'm gonna go get us food i was like okay awesome i'm gonna take penelope for a walk i leave for an hour and i come back and the car is still in the driveway and i'm like what's going on and i come inside and mike is passed out on the couch in the middle of the afternoon i was like great how'd the grocery shopping go
1: <laughs> it, it's really like i know i was thinking about this yesterday and i mean it's three days we came back on sunday and now we're recording on wednesday and i mean even yesterday i was out of it it was so yeah i don't it's i don't know what i need to do about that like or i'm gonna try different things when we travel in april like in next weekend when we go to ellicottville I think this was
0: also a really big trip, honey. We went it was a big trip. We went from Chicago to Indiana, back to Chicago, to Vancouver, to Whistler, back to Vancouver, back to Chicago, back to Indiana, back to Chicago. I mean, it was a lot.
1: I know it was a lot, but it's also just I noticed myself even when we go anywhere with Penelope now, like on a trip like that, it's really wears me out.
0: Well, on this one, I really changed my mindset because at the last time we flew with Penelope, I said, we're not flying again with her until she can read because I was just like, that sucked. But this time I just decided no matter what happens, it's fine. Like, and I'm just going to decide that it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. And she was a way better flyer. Like, I really think she was awesome. And she did not take a nap on the way back because... I also, this is my, you know, personal and family thing. I stopped nursing, which was a really big deal for me. I had a lot more grief about it than I ever could have imagined. I was just starting to get annoyed about it. And our pediatrician pointed out that if I feel annoyed about it, that Penelope feels that and that's like the energy that she's getting while I'm nursing her. And I was just like, I don't like that. And so I decided to stop nursing when we went to Vancouver and I cried a lot about it. It was actually really surprising. But all that to be said, I didn't nurse her on the flight, which means we couldn't get her to go to sleep. And she was just super playful and awesome. So I think that it might be a mindset thing, possibly. I don't know. Maybe. It's yeah, not.
1: I don't know. We can talk more so about it, that. We- I do have another thought, but I, that I would, I'll share that with you off after we stop recording and then okay if it's relevant, we'll bring it back up. Okay.
0: But- so, but yeah, the trips by ourselves. Yeah.
1: We're awesome. Yeah, I would like to take a vacation. We did Mexico
0: for Jess Ortner's wedding, and then we yeah. did Whistler for Chayla Davis. And it was wedding. nice
1: to go away where it was kind of chill and not much to plan in Mexico, because that was really fun. That was a
0: vacation.
1: That was a vacation. But I think even this trip, it was just... We it was we were on the go the whole time. Like, we would literally flew f- all the way to from Maine to Chicago, Chicago to Vancouver I already to Whistler. Just I know. The whole thing. <laughs> but then we really were there for one full day, yeah. you know, without traveling. I know you just listed the whole thing, but I just did it okay. again. So, you know, so it was and then just in there and out, getting from my O'Hare to my parents' house takes like an hour and 45 minutes. So, we did that back to back and yeah. Anyway. Okay, so other family things. Do you have any other family things?
0: Other, I mean, Penelope's skin is doing awesome. We found a local acupuncturist to help us with the NAET. Treatments, so we're doing just like once a month to Boston. That was N
1: A E N A E T. Kate burped, and then we're
0: (laughs) so that's working really well. Her skin is great. She finally doesn't have a cold. So,
1: yeah. From a family perspective, like, and I set
0: my new moon intentions on the last new moon, February twenty seventh. I think it was. I asked that I would be able to be more present with Penelope and I was really happy this new moon when I reviewed my new moon intentions that that has really come to pass. Like she seems happier. Our relationship has shifted since I stopped nursing. I feel like I'm able to be more present with her and there's like not as much clingy, needy energy. And it's really such a blessing. It is. I'm enjoying Thank our girl more now everyone. than I ever have before. And it's just Saving so fun.
1: Everyone's life. <laughs> I think our relationship is going pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. It's pretty strong. Yep. I like it. Yep. Yeah. And I'd say we make just even like Friday, we're going out to a show. So oh, yeah. We're we going to go a baby see babysitter. Saturday
0: Night Fever, the musical. Do we have a
1: babysitter? We need a babysitter.
0: I think we need to hire one. We'll get on that.
1: No, the, nobody's available. I already reached out to the two people who we usually use. Okay, we'll figure it um, out. Anyway, anybody's available to... Oh, wait. <laughs> this, is, this is coming out next week, so it's already passed. Too late. So that is... That kind of takes care of the family situation Mm -hmm. and just personal stuff. So I will start off. You also added here, we shot a new photo shoot for you. Oh, yeah. I did a new branding branding photo shoot, which was great. Yeah, that was really good. It was super well organized and there was a lot of people, a lot of help. That was pretty cool. Mike did the CrossFit Open. So this is the first time that I have done this. And what this actually means is... So, there's the CrossFit Games that I've talked about before, which take place this year in August. And it's kind of like the championship. So, it's like the World Series of CrossFit, basically. And before the Games... So, there's 40 men and women individuals as well as 40 teams to go there. Also, they have master divisions and teen divisions. Like, there's all these different... It's pretty cool to like... When I went there last year to see it, it was pretty cool. So, there's regionals before that. And then before the regionals becomes the Games. So or the open excuse me the open is anyone is able to participate in it they had over three hundred eighty thousand people across the globe which is pretty phenomenal because crossfit's only been around for 10 years right and so they started it really 10 years ago or 11 years ago because last year was the 10th year anniversary and how it's grown so it's really really cool just to see it and i can talk more about that if anybody wants to know more about that but like why i like it and then the CrossFit Open. So it's for five weeks, and they give you a new workout every week, and then everybody across the globe does the same workout. They have a prescribed, which they call RX, which is what they give the professionals, professional CrossFitters. And then they have the scaled version, and then they have masters, which are people that are over the age of 50 are able to be a part of, and then they have the teen division. So they all are doing kind of different things. I did the scaled division this year, and I was able to do all five workouts the second week i was when kate and i and penelope were really sick so i really couldn't move so that one i didn't officially get recorded but i ended up doing it when we were in canada in the gym which was really fun to do that workout again and i'm pretty proud of myself on that situation it was nerve-wracking like you go in there and on saturdays at the local gym here everybody does the workout together so Or if we can't make it, we would meet on Mondays at 1, which is I did a couple of Mondays at 1 for not being around on the Saturdays. And it was really fun. I had a really good time. It was cool to test myself. I think I'm ranked out of the scale division. I'm like 12,000 something out of all the men between the age of 18 and 54, I think is what the age thing is. And I'm like 12,000. And that's because my week two really brought me a lot lower. But if I didn't do that, I would probably have been up in the 5,000, 6,000 rank. So, yeah, I would say one of the big lessons from that would be, so they have different levels of the workout. And I came short of like one rep on three workouts of the three workouts. So it's just a lesson for myself was like I could have pushed myself a little bit harder. And I know it's all about pacing and it's, you know, I'm new to this whole thing anyway. So I want to be very, I'm very, when I go to CrossFit or go to classes, I'm very smart about, I don't want to like throw up basically yeah, by pushing totally. myself so hard. And then I also want to be able to function the rest of the day. yeah, And so, and I also don't want to get hurt right now. I know playing sports inevitable, you're going to get hurt at some point in time. So I'm open to that, but I also, my body is not able to move in a way at this moment because i'm too tight from sitting and working at a computer and not taking care of like from a flexibility standpoint for over the years so i'm much tighter which means i'm not going to be able to do the things as quickly as someone else could be doing them for instance like when i watch penelope move she just is super mobile and can move in any direction whatsoever which is pretty phenomenal so my goal with crossfit in itself it's like what are my goals within this sport And it would be to move like Penelope. And I feel as I've been doing this longer and longer, even though I'm still working on a little bit of flexibility here and there, but I don't spend like days and days working on flexibility, but my body is loosening up doing these movements and I can see. So yeah, I was happy about completing the CrossFit Open. That was pretty exciting. Do you want to share one of yours?
0: I, oh yeah, this is a really big deal. So I started charting my cycle really honestly for the first time in my life because my friend Elisa Vitti and also my mom's work turned me on to the power of syncing up your cycle with different parts of your life and different parts of your business and how at different times throughout the month you are primed hormonally and energetically for different activities and I decided why keep paddling my canoe upstream and trying to do like my most productive or most energetic tasks On the day that really I'm primed to be resting. It makes no sense. So I've just been practicing what would it be like if I synced up my cycle for peak productivity. And it's been amazing to – I write in a journal every night the date, what day of my cycle I'm in, and what phase of my cycle I'm in. So whether it's menstrual, follicular, luteal, or ovulation. And then, you know, the day of my cycle, day one through twenty-eight or day one through twenty-nine. And it's just been really cool to like chart how my body feels, chart how my productivity feels, chart my energy, and notice the patterns. And I feel really grounded in that and it makes me feel less spazzy. And I love it. So I recommend that practice as well. And my girlfriend Elisa has a really wonderful app called My Flow, M-Y-F-L-O that you can get on the app store to chart your cycle as well. So I combine the charting my cycle in the journal with the MyFlow app.
1: And it's a cool app because where Kate is in her cycle, I'll get update emails. And I read the last one that came in. How was it? It was cool. It was informative. Yeah? Yeah, I liked it. It was nice to just say what your situation, like some of it I didn't quite understand. But yeah, it was nice to just like get a hit like this is where Kate is at this moment in time.
0: Yeah so, yeah. It, yeah. so, it yeah. So you can put in your partner's email address in the app. And when you switch from phase to phase of your cycle, it will email your partner a whole, you know, description of what's going on with you at that time hormonally and what, you know, kind of what your needs are. So if you are somebody who has trouble asking for what you want, this might be a really great practice yeah. to try out. And then I'll just share my biggest lessons are from this quarter. Are that it's really, so I've always had this fear that if I really like went as big as I know I could go from a business perspective and a life perspective, that I'll end up alone. We don't need to get into why. Anywho, I've just had that belief and it's kept me a little bit smaller. And so what I've been finding over the last quarter... Is that the bigger I think and the more I go for what I want and the more I'm just putting my ideas out there in a really powerful way and unapologetically, actually the more support is showing up as opposed to what I thought would happen is that like I would end up, you know, by myself. And so it's really been a very cool shift for me just from a personal development perspective to be like, wow, the bigger I go and the more I put myself out there, actually the more help and support I get and the more community I find. And that's been really powerful. And then also my second lesson before I turn it over to you is to really trust the process because I have been getting the most unbelievable creative downloads in the last quarter, like the biggest stuff that I've ever had. And I really... It's such a great lesson to remember to trust the process because ever since, and we did an episode about this, ever since my book came out in 2013, I have felt a little lost in terms of what I am supposed to be doing from a business perspective. And then in November, I got this idea and then we're launching in May and it's a whole thing. And it's literally like every step I take, the better the ideas get and the more powerful it becomes. And I really believe that that period of time from 2013 until now was critical for the gestation of these ideas and that it couldn't have happened sooner and there's nothing wrong with that kind of pause time and that really trusting the process. Like the next time I have a period of time where I feel lost and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing, I will remember, hopefully, (laughs) that it's okay and that the next phase of growth is coming and to enjoy the pause. Because if I could go back, I would say, I'll just enjoy the pause more and trust that the next thing is coming and know that it's all part of the process.
1: I like that. Yeah. I just want to add to your, you know, stepping into bigger shoes and also with our business right now leading up to May, like a lot, you're doing a lot of stuff right now, which has been amazing to watch and experience. But I think one of the things as since we work together or it's for, people that just have partners in general is like to continue with the communication along the way cuz before we left on our road trip I told Kate cuz a lot you know you had a photo shoot and then you had there was a lot of things happening a lot of video shoots have been taking place all that stuff and I feel like a little bit with writing and creation all that is a lot more has or not a, I would say a lot more but from a Penelope like taking care of parenting etc more has fallen on my shoulders during this period of time and I told Kate before we left on our road trip, I was like, I need to get away. Like, I need to just go away for a couple days by myself or go do something and just, like, change it up for myself to kind of get my re-energized a little bit. Because I definitely feel a little bit, like, depleted in a certain way. Especially, like, sharing this with the travel situation. It might be a effect of that. And instead of... It's almost... It's preparing for those depletions because it's going to happen in life instead of being depleted and then trying to renew because it's going to take a lot longer. So if I was to organize this a little bit different for myself to say like, okay, once a month or once every two months, I need to like just go get re-energized or somehow, and I think that's helpful When we are working with kids, when we're working with jobs, working with businesses, etc., is that we build those into what you need and what I need as well. So we know that we can plan for that. So it's like, okay, so... I know now like the day after traveling with Penelope, it's like to take the whole day off and like plan something else. It's like whether that's going to hang out with my buddies, whether that, what that would be. But it's it, one of the things I've told myself from a mindset perspective is that you just have to work 24 seven. And the reality is like that's it's not going to, it's not beneficial. So if I come back from a trip and like, I got to jump right back into work, like that's just not beneficial for me. And it's to prepare for, you know, a day to chill and it's to recovery so and i th- also think from as kate is doing this launch come may and this is the first real launch that we have kind of organized in this way and it's been cool to watch because of from the transition in business where a lot of this you and i would talk a lot about this stuff and now our team's really doing the majority of the work and i'm still you know from a personnel perspective still around and stuff but it's really cool to like sit back and watch this take place and it's just a shift in energy from a family dynamic and that'll change in the future you know something i might be doing a little bit more of here and then kate will you know so it's bouncing back and forth and i think this is where communication in the partnership really plays big time because that will happen and that's yeah so i would say for myself As to kind of close out CrossFit Open, but also to go along with the CrossFit, one of the biggest things. So I have this one and then I have another one about being grumpy. So I have this one would be around November, November, December in the past. I have really gone gangbusters on sugar, you know, and one of my biggest things that I've noticed in myself And if you read any nutrition books or anything that's coming out these days that's researching the past history with nutrition in the United States and what's been told like low-fat, high-carb diet for a long time has been wrong. And it's just like we told people completely the wrong way, which is why we are overweight, which is why we are fat, which is why people have diabetes, they're dying from degenerative diseases, etc. Well, when I quit drinking from alcohol, like I got a hit all the time from like checking out via alcohol. And alcohol, right, right, is sugar, basically. So I started to supplement that alcohol with, like, high sugary diet. And the truth is I replace. probably... Replace, yeah. I wasn't supplementing. No. I was replacing it. And it's something that's been a part of my life for a long time. Like, we just joked with my parents about, like, fruit by the foot and gushers and those types of foods that we had in our house. And it just kind of continued through my life. And the one thing that I realized around Thanksgiving every year, I would go crazy for like baked goods, like just over the top. And then I'd become grumpy about the whole thing. So in November, I decided to prepare for that by hiring someone to help me with nutrition. And now I'm on my third. I had somebody in November that really took me through Christmas about into January. And I was really good in January. Like I felt great. I didn't overeat. I lost weight, like the whole shebang. And Then I decided I wanted to move on from that. I just wasn't like finding the help that I actually wanted. I think this is a good lesson in life, basically. I decided to do a different service come February. That was taking through March. And that really wasn't my answer either, you know. And one thing that I'm realizing is that it was like 30 bucks a month. Is Remember we did A-Train before our wedding? Like that was a little bit more expensive. And that was a lot of help and a lot of guidance along the way. Really, really... On point. And like when I started with this first service, it was like $30 a month, and you do one week check ins, and that's it. Like you're not, you can't email beyond that, all this stuff. And then the second one was like $20. This was through our CrossFit gym. And like these two guys were great, you know. And I was getting the spreadsheet they gave us was a little wonky. It was giving me back. So I really didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. And then frankly, I just got tired of checking in and just stopped checking in, but I continually stayed with my food that I was supposed to be doing and then I just stopped like two weeks ago and it's been really nice to take a break but then I'm going to re I'm going to do something new again so I think what's been very helpful and to make this story shorter basically has been about for me to take responsibility for my nutrition myself and to really now it's weird because I'm like weighing my food and I'm weighing my macros and I'm everything that goes in my mouth, I'm going to be weighing. I want to get a little bit more stricter on it than I've been in the past. And it's like to really make sure I'm maintaining this will allow me to optimize. I haven't found the right thing that works for me from a energetic perspective versus food perspective versus not eating all day perspective. So it's like, what can I get the maximum results with the least amount of effort? And that's turning around to fuel my system. Because I, one thing I've noticed with CrossFit is that I'll go do a hard workout and then I eat like what I'm supposed to be eating but then I don't have the energy throughout the day that I feel like I should that I'm definitely draining energy sources and not restoring them. So, it's like finding somebody that completely understands that and I've actually been on the waiting list for a long time with this company called Working Against Gravity. It's out of they're a Canadian company and yeah, so they finally have a spot open up, so I just started with them or I start with them officially like tomorrow or thursday friday something thursday and it's been really cool like to go down that journey for myself that i feel really good in the first quarter is like to really take responsibility for my own actions and yeah so that and then that all goes back to why mike was so grumpy i don't know that i always i had this thing for a long time and i talked about this in the manda steinberg Yeah, interview a little bit that we did with her about her book. It really got me some clarity about how I was putting a financial selling a seven dollar book on eBay meant that I was bringing seven dollars worth of value to our relationship, and that's how I had to value my life. Was basically my dad talked a little bit about this in our interview, talking about the provider, right? The provider doesn't get enough credit, or and you're gotta provide. I mean, that's like that's his story. You know, and that's the story that I was sh- carrying around for myself truthfully, when I really look back at that, talking about like I bring seven dollars to the family, that's how much value and love I'm bringing to this family, which isn't entirely which isn't true at all and it's the story I've been carrying around, and truthfully, since I had that realization and we talked about it. I feel way better. Like, I just... Life has been a lot better. It's been much more relaxing. And I don't feel like I'm in competition with my wife anymore. You know? And so, I think from... And the main point of all of this and me sharing all of this... And I think that's one reason why I was grumpy a lot. I think that was one reason why I was grumpy towards a lot of things. And I've noticed since I had that clarity, like the podcast launched... I feel at USANA event, I came back from USANA and felt pretty inspired by what was going on, which I haven't felt that in a while. Just in general, our team, just direction on where I'm going business-wise, like just getting some more clarity. Like, And I'm not putting pressure on myself about it. Things just happen to be falling into place. Is that I have these ideas and I keep moving forward with them and things are just falling into place. And I know the end result will be greater than what's taking place now. And that's what I know That's keeping that I'm keeping forward with it. But and I keep moving forward with it. It's taking that action that we talk about so much on these podcasts. It's not about like having the perfect strategy. It's about just doing something. And that's what I I would say. A lot of it is you really work through our stuff. And it's like, there's something I was listening to Neil Strauss. He wrote a book called the game and another book called the truth that I find the truth was super impactful for me. It was a great book. And him and Gabby Reese have an interview. And I love the dynamic of this because it's very masculine and feminine and or podcast. Yeah. What did I say? A book interview? Oh, interview. Yeah. Well, they were interviewing somebody and Neil said, Once we're over the age of 18 years old, it's time to stop blaming our parents, our neighbors, our grandma, our grandpa, our brother, our sisters. Like, it's time to stop blaming those folks that we use these stories that we carry around for a long time and take responsibility for our own life. And once he said that, I was, it like clicked, and which is what I've been doing for a number of years now. And I think that Kate and I do really, really well on is that we continually. Try to clear those, find out what the baggage is that we're carrying around and clear it up. And I just like that was so spot on. You know, it was really cool. And we carry these stories around that are reasons or quote unquote reasons why we aren't farther ahead in life or like things haven't changed. Or, you know, it's like I can blame I haven't lost 10 pounds because of the gushers or fruit by the foot I ate when I was eight years old, which isn't, you know, which is so lame to be able to do because there's been. I've been out of the house for a long time for my, you know, it's like, I can't blame my mom for having gushers and food by the foot like that. It makes no sense. Right. Out of the house and made my own decisions and own choices for a long time. So it's like really taking responsibility, which is what I just shared with like the nutrition aspect, which I think I'm doing really well. at. Yeah. So Awesome. That was my key lesson of the first quarter.
0: Great. So thanks for listening, everybody. And We look forward to having you on the next episode and I think we'll probably do a quarterly review, you know, as a regular thing. It's a really great way for us to keep on track. And again, just as an example of how to keep moving forward in your business, but not go so fast that you forget you're ever doing all the things that you've been doing because that is a very common problem to just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving and not even stopping to notice all the things you've done. And that will keep you on the hamster wheel of feeling like you're never doing enough if you don't ever take a moment to review. So there we go. I love it. Talk to you next time. Bye. Ever feel like you're constantly doing things but aren't able to carve out the time or energy for the things that really matter to you? Mike and I want to share our top five tools for making a life, not just a living. To learn what they are, go to katenorthrop.com forward slash tools. See you on the next episode.